Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Step This Way podcast from Fit Steps Training. I'll be joining you every week, talking you through simple steps you can take into a healthier life. We always love hearing from you, so make sure you hit us up with your comments, any topics you'd like to cover, and of course, your feedback. For now, let's get right into this week's episode. Hi guys, welcome to the Step This Way podcast. Today in Stories of Self-Love in the Times of COVID, I'm joined by Melissa Tarantino. And Melissa, thank you for joining me. I'm going to get you to introduce yourself. Tell us who you are. Yes, absolutely. Uh, So hi everyone, my name is Melissa and um, I am an assistant director uh, for a program called the ARC Rockland. Um, So I pretty much work for people with disabilities. I pretty much oversee uh, about 12 residences right now um, and all the facilities that go on in the homes. Um, in conjunction with that, I also teach Zumba on the side and it's been my passion, it's been my saving grace and it's something I love bringing joy to others with. Cool, so you are you really have seen firsthand kind of the impact of COVID and how it's affected how we do everything and really people's mental health as well how how has it sort of changed your outlook on how we look after ourselves so covid has in a in the best way possible it has coerced people to become comfortable with the uncomfortable um i find that people myself included um tend to fall into stagnant patterns and uh even though we might Think that we are happy in these um, very comforting patterns. Uh, a lot of the time, I find that we're not the most happy. It's not until we actually break through the challenges. And COVID seems to have been one of those instances where it was challenge after challenge. There was no break um, for so many of us in so many different um, ways. So I find that COVID has also improved um, my sense of adaptability. Um, to be amorphic with, uh, you know, rolling with the punches. And uh, if I looked back a few years ago and were to be like, wow, um, I was able to continue this with, um, uh, with a good head on my shoulders. I, I don't think that me five years ago would have been able to conceptualize me actually persevering like I have been. And I think that um, the rest of us too. And do you think, say, in terms of how you personally deal with your self-care or, you know, your, your rituals that keep you on a level, how has this forced you to change those? Because I know, I, well, I, I know from behind the scenes, Melissa, you would have in the past indulged in, you know, plastic surgery and different types of treatments to, I presume, you know, take care of yourself, make yourself feel a bit better. Right. This, changed your perspective on that or sort of altered the importance of any of that or how do you feel well um i find that i would heavily rely on things like plastic surgery or or something cosmetic to be my external source of happiness um Mm -hmm. and wasn't seeking any intrinsic motivation it was all external it was to get this and then i will feel better about myself so it's con- COVID and this whole situation converted my thinking from extrinsic motivation to intrinsic motivation. So, you know, work, having an excellent workout and then being like, wow, I challenged myself there. 
is a much better feeling than, you know, going out and, you know, uh, putting, getting some makeup products or getting cosmetic surgery. It should be supplementary if it is something mm. that makes you not a necessity to happiness. Yeah. I think though, like you really hit on something that's massive for so many of us. It's often that superficial fix, you know, the quick fix. So, you know, pencil in the eyebrows, happy days, I feel better, but I wash them off in the evening. I don't feel so good anymore, you know? Um, so it's great to see so many more people shifting to that internal motivator. I think what I see with clients and, and tell me how you feel about this, the problem with the internal motivators that, you know, sense of satisfaction you get from challenging yourself physically is that it's harder work it absolutely <laughs> is harder work it absolutely is harder work and um it's almost like uncovering layers of yourself i find um so we might be at a layer that's you know let's say the layers are one through ten and and we you know think that we're at a layer it, we're at the, the the most core of our layers at layer one, but a lot of the time we're not really there. We're at this artificial layer of maybe like a, I don't know, five, five to a seven. And COVID has forced us to get to those really raw layers um, that um, once you get there, it almost like unearths this idea that you're like, wow, I, I want to see what else I can do. Um, but it takes, it takes a lot of strength to get there. And then you don't have to always go back then to the things that you thought used to make you happy. So, um, I've been finding that a lot. Um, I used to think that putting foundation all over my face, uh, like covering it, like I'd be Brown <laughs> was, uh, was, you know, what people wanted to look at and what made me happy. And I, I stopped doing that cause it's just, I, I didn't need to do that once I started being like, you know what, my skin's not that bad. And you know what? Yeah, why did I why did I do that? So you know, unearthing a lot of layers to um to your soul, as cliche as that sounds. <laughs> no, absolutely. That's a great quote quote from Shrek, you know, we we're all like onions. You have to kind of get to the bottom of it. And it's quite painful. There's a lot of tears in that process, I find. And um, yes. in terms of like goal setting, are you the type of person who normally would you know, set a New Year's resolution, set a goal. Is that something you normally do? So I used to, I used to set goals like that. And, um, I, <laughs> I would make plans to break plans. Uh, I would do yeah. that. <laughs> and I started getting frustrated and, but I would fall into the same pattern. Um, I, I would make a goal, wouldn't get there at the time that I thought was necessary. And then I would completely crash and completely be unmotivated for the longest time. So what I have started doing within the past like year or two is really having a set of like maybe five different goals that I want. I, for example, want to graduate from graduate school this coming May and I want to, and I want to get a 4.0. I want to be able to um, uh, learn Zumba toning and actually be able to have a class by the summertime. Like I, so I have general goals without it being so time bound because mm. I tend to be harder on myself. Um, and I find that the multitasking of the goals, um, while I'm constantly working at them, re, um, really motivates me as opposed to, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. Cause then I'm just perseverating on it. And perseveration for me is not 
um, to me, that's one of the unhealthy um, things that we tend to do to, um, mm. you know, to really try and get through a situation. And a lot of the time it's, it's really toxic. I think it's really interesting because a lot of people would be terrified at the thought of having four or five, six different goals um, or projects on the go. I, I love it. And I completely get where you're coming from because for me, knowing that I have these different things means not all of my focus is on one area. So in a way you're kind of creating lots and lots of different little successes that you can celebrate along yes. the way. And it does force you to kind of keep pushing through. Do you think that you sort of definitely pulled away from those more strict time constraints in part because of COVID? Yes, I do. Um, I believe that this time, especially when we were like locked down, locked down and could not go anywhere. I mean, I was still working, but I, I had a lot of time to think as we all have. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, it really forced me to think about why do I tend to have a goal and then I I completely will abandoned it just because I felt defeated because I couldn't do it the way that I thought I could do it. So with COVID, I've, the, the idea of balance has been um, in my head. And I find that those five different goals are usually one's like a mental health goal. One is a physical goal. One's a, you know, spiritual goal. I, I'm not a person of, of faith. However, um, you know, just having faith in maybe like, you know, yourself or something like that. Uh, having a balance of goals in that aspect allows me to cope with the fact that if one goal does not get um, achieved, let's say, you know, it, by the time I thought it would, the other goals that I'm working on um, provide me with a sense of confidence. Like, it's okay. You've been working on this, that, and the third, and you're going to get there. So I really like how they all help me balance, um, you know, uh, and provide a wholesome atmosphere to what's going on in my in my noggin. <laughs> yeah, and it, like balance is such a elusive concept, I think, isn't it? We, you know, we talk about work-life balance, we talk about, you know, balance physically even, it's impossible nearly to get that perfect balance between sides of the body and everything. So if you have a way to kind of build a system of balance into your everyday, that's amazing because it definitely does give you probably more control in a way, especially in a time when we have very little. Yes, agreed, 100%. Um, how have you adapted in terms of, say, friends or clients or, you know, the, the staff that you encounter on a day to day? Do you think that you've changed the way you approach them? Um, do you think that you changed the way you've sort of managed things because of this or because of the shift in perspective for yourself? Yes, I, so I've always been about community and being a team player. Those are like things that have just been instilled with me from like playing sports and I have a, you know, a very big family and um, something with COVID, I find that everyone has gone through different depths of life um, more so now than ever. And so when I am either having like a bad day or, you know, just not, in the best mental space. Um, those are the moments that I try to reach out to the community, um, like the fitness community. And I'll try and, um, you know, say something motivating because not only is it helping maybe somebody else out there, but it's helping 
me internally. And I find mm-hmm. a lot of us do that in some ways, you know, posting yeah. on social media, motivating quote. Uh, and that, uh, I find that the with COVID commiserating a little bit and saying, hey, every once in a while, this is crazy, right? Like, this is crazy? Okay, all right, just yeah. okay <laughs> to acknowledge that. Because I find we can't, it's, it's, it's okay to acknowledge the, the, the crazies in life, you know? And yeah. um, so some, with uh, doing the Zoom classes, uh, it's so nice to just like be able to be like, oh gosh, I can't believe what's going on in the news right now. But hey, you ready to shake it? Like, I love that. Yeah. I love that we can just kind of be like, well, this sucks, but it really doesn't because we got each other. So yeah. that's been really motivating throughout this whole experience. I think as well, like it, it definitely is true what they say, you you do receive a lot more back by giving out. And I think this has definitely driven that home to so many people in so many ways, because if you can find a way to frighten someone, say, or, you know, let them vent about the crazy, then you feel so much better for having done so. And it's for most of us in fitness, it's why we do what we do, just to bring a smile to someone else's face. Um, and it's great to be able to, to give that back to yourself as well so it's great yes. to recognize that and um, before we leave off with a little quick fire round because I love people to get to know our guests just a little bit better um, <laughs> if you could in one sentence sum up what's coming to the version of you from 12 months ago what would you say to get her through it's tough for me to be one sentence because I tend to talk a lot but I <laughs> Yeah, I got you. It's not about you. It's about everyone else. Okay. Very good. And that definitely is how you're going to stay going from now on, I can tell. <laughs> so, Melissa, entertain us with a little some quick fire questions. Don't think too much on the answers. Can you tell me, please, your favorite book? My favorite book is, uh, <laughs> oh gosh, so Holes, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I, I don't even know the author. It's been so long. That was my favorite book. And I was 13 years old when I read it. Um, taught me about hard work and dedication. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, favorite movie? My favorite movie is Tommy Boy with Chris Farley. <laughs> nice. Uh, favorite song or song of the moment? I know it's always tough to pick one. Favorite song? Uh, I'd have to say growing up, I was a, I was a, big uh I was a big sync lover so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with bye 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 as Ooh, well, throwing it right back I love it uh <laughs> food what is the food you cannot live without peanut butter <laughs> oh amazing no wait smooth or crunchy crunchy <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hearty kind of gal <laughs> there's a definite debate on that one uh exercise your go-to feel good exercise Zumba <laughs> cannot beat a good dance fest um yeah. okay so the house is on fire no animals or people will be harmed in this uh dream scenario what one item do you have to take with you my photo album beautiful yeah um do you have a bad habit that you're willing to share Yes, absolutely. I have, I have a skin picking habit. I can't resist a good pimple and it's terrible. So I need to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter has the same habit where, yeah, we're in the process. Um, what is your pet hate? What, what just gets under your skin? What gets under my skin? I'd have to say 
when people when people don't assert their true opinions um, and they just let things um, pass over them when people are extra passive. Um, yeah, it irks me in some way because I want to help them a lot. Mm. Yeah, it's hard to watch someone not speak their truth for sure. Yes. Okay, your spirit animal, what would it be? Ooh, uh, I am a Leo, so I'm going to go ahead and say I am a lion. <laughs> Beautiful. And Melissa, would you leave us with your self-love mantra? What sums up self-love for you? You got this, baby girl. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing. And Melissa, thank you for always being an inspiration and a shining light. It's always great to see your face. And uh, guys, if you haven't checked out Melissa Zumba, you can catch her on Zoom with Hit Step NY. And uh, yeah, have a fabulous Valentine's Day. You're so good for taking time out today to talk to me. Thank you so much, Jess. Have a wonderful day, everybody. We hope you enjoyed listening to Melissa and I discuss her take on self-love in the time of COVID. Make sure you check her out on Fit Steps and Fit Steps NY Zumba. Shake a tail feather, forget your troubles, and show yourself a little self-love. Looking forward to joining you again next week with another special guest. Thanks so much for joining us here today. If you like what you hear, be sure to hit subscribe, share with friends, and don't forget to check us out on social media. Can't wait to see you for the next step next week.